Welcome to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, where we focus on people who are taking time in their lives to make a difference in this world. This week, we hear from Sarah McCutcheon, who is using her passion and her past and her reality to make a huge difference in the lives of others. Terrifying. <laughs> I don't know what other word for it. It's absolutely terrifying, but the peace that I have surrounding it, I can't even express in words. Before we dig in, a quick reminder that if you're going to live life with purpose, take some time to relax. I love to sit on my front porch, enjoy my favorite beverage from Infinity Beverages. They'll deliver right to your door if you go to www.infinitybeverages.com. And they are proud sponsors of this Jesus Never Ran podcast and of dreamers everywhere. That's www.infinitybeverages.com. Now you can imagine I'm always looking for great stories and great people to interview for this podcast. And a friend of mine has been pestering me. Every time I talk to him, he says, you have to connect with Sarah. You have to hear about what she's doing. It's incredible. You have to interview her on your podcast. And so, of course, I listened to that voice of reason and I called up Sarah McCutcheon and she is the epitome of everything Jesus Never Ran stands for. What I mean by that is she has taken her past and her passion, she has turned it into something exceptional and now it's affecting people's lives, literally changing people's lives. And so that's a story we obviously have to hear. What I love about Sarah's story and what you're going to get to hear today is that it's a story that is unfolding. And she just a few months ago stepped away from her past reality into her new reality. And it's been an incredible and faith-filled step. And already you're going to hear stories about how that is making a difference in this world. So without further ado, let me introduce to you, Miss Sarah McCutcheon. I am a wife. We just celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary this past week. I'm a mom of four. Um, one of our children is adopted, so that's a big part of our life. Um, I am a trained school counselor and Spanish teacher, and also I really enjoy running and yoga, so I have my certification both as a running coach and yoga sculpt coach. Now, just to fast forward this story right off the bat, because Sarah has so many great things that she's going to give us today. Sarah has been a school counselor for many years, and recently she decided to quit that career and move into a career as a health and life coach. Now, this is a huge leap of faith for her, and it's been this incredible thing that's affecting people's lives. Listen as Sarah shares who her coaching business is for, what the focus is, and why she's doing it. My niche that I'm really focusing on, I work with a variety of people, but I would say the majority of my clients are women, probably ages 30 to 50-ish or in their 50s, who are unhappy. They want more for their life. They're unhappy in their own skin. They maybe are frustrated with themselves or feel shame or guilt revolving around their health. And so each week I just work with them and I help them take very small steps toward their goals, which helps them build confidence and gives them hope. And then they start to experience true life change. And I would say the majority of them say that 
they find that happiness and who they are currently, which helps them in turn create that life that they've always wanted because they are happy now. Our culture is a fascinating thing because there's certainly things that our culture does that are encouraging and uplifting. But I would argue that there is more to our culture that is demoralizing and can really set us back. And one of those things is just that we are given a certain image that we grow up learning that we're supposed to keep. And it's a lie. It's not the truth. And it changes over history. The body image that we are supposed to have today is different than what somebody would have said 100 years ago, which is different than somebody would have said 100 years before then. So it's not real. It's not truth. It's just what our culture puts on us. And if we listen to that voice too much and if we get that in our head too much, it can really lead to a difficult life. This is men or women. And so I wanted to dig a little bit deeper and see where this passion comes from. I've met very few people who just had a good idea and went for it. Most people have a passion that comes from an experience and then they turn that into something amazing. It, it comes from a really deep place actually in my life. Health is something that I'm a little bit weird and maybe unique in the Chippewa Valley in that I probably, I would fit in really well in California. I, don't, I guess I don't know how else to say that, um, even though I don't, I would never live there, but I would fit in really well there be, just because of our, our food choices and things that I believe about pesticides and herbicides and buying locally grown sustainable food and knowing where your food is coming. And so there's that side of me that's always been very interested in knowing about food and health and how our bodies interact with that. But then there's this whole other side of me that a lot of people don't know. And that's a, a story that goes back a ways. When I was in my late teens and college years, I developed an eating disorder. And I was the chronic dieter, I guess. Um, most people wouldn't have known that I had a full-blown eating disorder, but I, I hated who I was. I hated how I looked. I had put on some weight um, toward the end of high school and in college, and I was basically just trying to find every way imaginable to take that weight off, and it wasn't working. Everything I was trying was just leading to more and more weight gain, and when that didn't work, I would create more rules like, oh, well, tomorrow I'm not going to eat this either. I'm only going to eat things that have zero fat or um, I'm going to not eat breakfast. Um, and it just created this lifestyle that was so unhappy. I felt hopeless. I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin and I felt shame and guilt being a Christian woman struggling with an eating disorder and um, and it was a really dark time in my life. I became depressed and so through that though I was able to overcome it. It wasn't easy and it was it was something that I had to journey on my own but through that I have this beautiful story of finding freedom with food and enjoying food letting go of rules and restrictions and guidelines. I am the opposite of anything diet related. In fact, I tell people, if you want to work with me, you have to be willing to let go of 
old thoughts and patterns re relating to diets, which unfortunately a lot of women have them in just ingrained into their brains and actions and habits and mindsets. And so it takes some work to undo years or decades of dieting in people's lives. So that's a big part of who I am. But I also want people to know that there's hope. And so that's why I'm passionate about it because I could never have imagined in my early college years that I could have such freedom with food and that I could love food and, and still be at my desired weight. A powerful story of somebody taking their struggles in life and also their victory in life and using it to make a difference in other people's lives. Now, so many people struggle with weight, body image, etc. This is men and women. And so I wanted Sarah to have the opportunity to dig in even a little bit more of where this is coming from, where the root was for her, because I'm hoping that as she unfolds it in her own life on this interview, that it will help some of us dig deep and find out where the root of some of our struggles are. You know, that's interesting. I think it it originally started, so I actually, growing up, was had a very healthy relationship with food. I, I never worried about what I was eating. Um, I wasn't super active, but I was active enough, and I just wasn't preoccupied with it. I didn't even really know what a diet was or how that worked or anything. But then my senior year, I developed an athletic injury, and I stopped participating in sports and I, and I put on maybe honestly like five pounds and it's funny how five pounds can make you take a look at your life and in a different way, but it did. I mean, five pounds was all of a sudden it was like, Oh, my, my clothes aren't fitting the way that they used to. And I wasn't exercising and getting all these great hormones, um, through exercising either, which I think also contributed, but, I started looking at, oh, how can I take off these five pounds? And it started very, very innocently. And of course you go to social media and, and what media puts out and you can't help but compare yourself to what you're seeing in magazines or on TV or in commercials. And, and so you just are left feeling a little um, insufficient and like you're not good enough. And so that kind of is what started it. It was very innocent in nature. But everything that I tried, none of it worked. And so then that's where the downfall started happening. And I I started creating more and more rules and trying to find more or different ways to lose the weight. Two really important things to notice from Sarah's story. Number one is that it was a small thing that happened at first. And then more small things built on the first one. And eventually it was a big problem. So often our struggles start very, very small. And if we can catch them when they're in that small space, it's going to make a huge difference. But if we don't catch it, it's going to build and then a million little things are going to be wreaking havoc in our lives. The other thing to notice is that Sarah's big issue was that she gained five pounds. Man, I guarantee you that nobody noticed that Sarah gained five pounds, but to her, in her mind, it was a huge problem and a huge deal. So many times our monsters are just that. They're our monsters. They're not anything that anybody else even realizes. So if we can have somebody or something in our life that can help us to realize when there's lies in our head, it'll make a huge difference. 
So I wanted Sarah to speak into that a little bit of how you overcome something like she was dealing with. You know, I wish it was easy to do on your own. And it really depends on the person because some people can do it on their own. If their belief system is such that they they have the confidence to do it on their own, they can. And and so for those people, I would say you have to let go of dieting rules and restrictions. You just have to let it go because food preoccupation just leads to more food addiction. And so if you're able to let it go on your own and recognize that just food is food, it's here on this earth to provide me with energy. It's not to fulfill a void in my life or calm me down when I feel stressed or nervous or treat myself when I'm excited or celebrating. It's just food. And I'm a, I'm a grown person and I'm just going to see it. I'm going to train myself to just see it as food. Unfortunately, a lot of people, because it's so ingrained in who they are, need to reach out for help. And I would just urge you to find someone who, who has the same goals for you that you want for yourself. If you find someone with the same overarching philosophy where they believe and know that you can find that freedom with food and that joy that comes with it and let go of those dieting rules and restrictions, then that's someone that I would go for. Switching gears now to the point where Sarah realized that she was going to turn her passion into her career. What does that feel like? Terrifying. (laughs) I don't know another word for it. It's absolutely terrifying. But the peace that I have surrounding it, I can't even express in words. And my motto has been, it's not a motto, I guess, but I keep asking myself with every decision that I'm going to make as I step forward in faith to this new career as Coach Sarah, I ask myself, am I making this decision out of fear? Because if I am, then I'm not making it for the right reason. So I just, there there are days I'm tempted, Matt, where I'm tempted to be like, oh, I'm just going to do that because it's it will make me feel better in the moment and I won't be scared, you know? And I'm like, okay, nope, I'm not making this decision based on fear. If we made decisions based on fear, none of us would ever do anything. <laughs> This world would be a boring place for sure. Now, making a career change like this, it's easy to look at this and say, well, what do I need to do to make a career change so that my career can include my passion? What are the XYZs? And there's certainly some truth, and we definitely want to dig into a little bit of that. But I think the broader perspective, and honestly, the more important perspective, is how does this move us from a spiritual standpoint? What is God doing in the overall picture of what he has us going through? And what can we learn as we go through this process? You know, it's interesting that you asked that question because I, you know, in high school, when you take those career inventories or in college, and I've taken them as adults as well, every single time I take it, I end up getting matched with a helping profession. And the majority of my my jobs have always been in a helping career. And I find that when I get off of a phone call with a client, I feel so energized. I'm I'm beaming almost. It's like it feeds my soul to talk with people. And I'm I'm listening to them talk about themselves. I'm asking the right questions. I'm helping them make connections, bringing awareness to things that they might not be able to see that they're saying. But I'm recognizing that 
this is powerful stuff and that God has put me in this place for a reason. And I can't explain it other than I've told some people that, you know, how when you just have that feeling that this is what you're supposed to be doing at this time in your life. And I've had some opportunities outside of this come up and God just keeps bringing me back to that same feeling of Sarah, (laughs) just don't even pursue that. Like, this is what you're supposed to be doing right now. So I would say spiritually, it's drawn me closer to him because it's him showing me that he loves me, even though I'm helping other people. He has shown me through the process too, that he loves me and cares about me and has matched me with a career that just fits so well with my soul. Now that's how the kingdom of God works. And that's everything that Jesus teaches us. That if we put our attention on meeting the needs of others, then God will go out of his way to meet our needs. And he'll do it in such deep and meaningful ways that we never saw coming. So as you're going after that passion in your heart, as you're trying to do that thing that you desperately want to do, just make sure that the attention is not all on yourself, but that you put the attention on those who you are trying to serve. Now, I'm a sucker for a great story. I mean, that's why we do Jesus Never Ran, because I love hearing people's stories. And Sarah hasn't been doing this business for very long, but already she's got some incredible stories. Yeah, yesterday I was actually brought to tears a little bit during one of my phone calls. Uh, I was talking with someone and, and she was just, we were reflecting on how far she's come in the last couple months even. And she was just talking about how happy she is and how she makes decisions now for herself based upon who she is as a person versus just getting something crossed off a list or because she feels like she should or has to. And I teared up because we've been working so much on helping clients. I've been working a lot with clients on helping them love themselves and getting themselves on the priority list because we can't we can't pour from an empty cup. And to see that she's reaching her goals and at the top of the priority list and really has fallen in love with herself in a new way, so much so that she makes decisions that make her life better. It made me quite emotional, actually. Wow, helping people discover who they truly are. Just getting rid of all that junk that messes with our minds and our hearts. That's what it's about. That's what we should be here for, trying to help people dive into who they truly are. So whatever you're doing, let that be at the heart of it. Of course, we wouldn't end a podcast with anything other than some great advice about how to pursue a dream. I would say take it one step at a time. That's my motto of small changes make big differences. So take one little step at a time working toward who you want to be, who does your future self want to be, and then live like that future self. For Sarah McCutcheon, walking like Jesus means taking your past and using it to change other people's future. It means not being ashamed of where you've come from, but being proud of where you are. Because sometimes walking like Jesus means that our darkest moments become our greatest motivation. To find out more about Sarah and her incredible coaching business, go to mastercoachsarah.com and get connected. 
you're trying to go after something and your finances are not in order, you are sunk before you even start. That's why our sponsor, Kathy Jensen, is here to help. Each day, we are reminded of the role our faith plays in our lives. But does it play a role in our finances as well? Now, for the members of Thrivent Financial, it does. For over a century, Thrivent has been helping Christians blend faith, finances, and generosity. Because it's not just about making more, it's about doing more for your family, your church, and community. Learn more about Thrivent's unique mission by calling Kathy Jensen, Thrivent Financial Representative, at 715-231-1662. Disclosures, licensed agent, producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management Incorporated, thrivent.com slash disclosures. Finally, your passion is worth it. Invest in the walking club. $4.99 a month for an incredible video class that will help you get to your passions and your dreams with a sense of purpose and also with a sense of pace. Check it out at www.jesusneverran.com.